Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is a big, eerie podcast. Yep. Hey, 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 hey. How's it going? It's me. Fine. It's me. Why are you? What's this energy? Why do I have this particular energy? Um, I, you know, What's all work and about? no play makes Jack a dull boy. And I've been working and working and working. Oh, now I'm playing. Years. And now I'm playing. I've known you 10 plus years and you mostly, always seem pretty dull to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. All, all work and no play makes this Jack an even duller boy. <laughs> What do you mean? You're working hard these days? Yeah, working hard. Yeah. You know um, me, hardly working. <laughs> but now we're playing, aren't we? We're having a good, fun time, and we're doing our fun podcast. I guess so. It's Friday night. It's yeah. Papa's night, yeah. which is a sort of a weekly holiday in this house. Yeah. The night that Papa gets to stay up late oh. and play video games. That sounds nice. Papa, and you're I don't eating into that. my video game time with okay. your podcasting time, Jack. Well, let's hurry up and get this one done, then. Papa's night has suddenly become Jack's night. <laughs> that doesn't feel right. Hello, Joan. Hello, Joan. Does Joan love you? Yeah, she loves me. Do you think? Yeah, she loves me. Okay, because I know she loves Jenkins. She loves Jenkins. She uh, she very much loves me. She loves everybody. Okay. okay. Uh, mostly she likes to eat. She's a kitten, and thanks for asking about her, and she's fine. She's here. She wanted to come and hang out while I podcast. Uh, we're talking about the books. It's uh, um, uh, humble greetings and salutations, uh, sweeties. Um, uh, we're the Sweet Sweet Valley boys. Boys. Um, and uh, I'm Sweet Valley Jack. Tanner. And what we like to do is talk about the Sweet Valley books. This uh, week we're talking about a little novel that's called Sweet Valley High Number 7. Dear sister, dear sister, um, and uh, Elizabeth is—it's uh, still more machine than man this week, isn't she? I just these books, man. Yeah. Every week, it's some kind of new misadventure. You know, yeah. <laughs> it does—it does appear to be. Doesn't it feel like the that? trajectory of these novels that they're going to do a different misadventure every week? And this one was yeah. was madcap. This one was madcap. I feel like. How many of these have we read? We're on seven. This is number seven, yeah. I feel like Liz or Jess have not been themselves. Yeah, for most of them. For most of the books. Yeah, exactly. A majority of the books we've read so far is either Liz or Jess taking on a new identity. Yeah. There was Bruce Pac-Man turning Jess into a Stepford wife. Yeah. <laughs> there was Liz wearing Jess's clothes, Chris's clothes, and becoming... A Jess-like character. Right. 
And then this week they did a full body swap. Yes. And then this week they did the full body swap. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. They're like vessels for uh, like other characters. It's like, I think that Francine or Kate William or whoever's pulling her strings got tired of Sweet Valley High after book two and was like, fine, I'm going to write about these same people, but they're going to have different souls. Every week, and if we we've explored the fact that this might just be a Fight Club scenario, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. I think that's the operating theory, and this book did nothing to dispel that. In no, fact, in this fact, book made it pretty clear that that's absolutely it. what's happening. It respelled yeah. it. I was thinking uh, we could go back to the old days and describe this book twice, just like we always used uh, to. I don't want to. Yeah, it means you have to do some work for once. I don't want to, doesn't it? That's why you don't want to, because you have to do some fucking work. Yeah. It's Papa's night. It's Papa's night tonight. Um, Well, maybe... There's no work on Papa's night. Maybe the video game that you play tonight will be describing the novel to me. No, it's going to be Baldur's Gate 3. (laughs) That's like when my my mom still does the thing where she's like, why don't I just cook that? (laughs) (laughs) You're like... I'm like, Let's go to. We're gonna go get margaritas and tacos. Yeah. <laughs> vegan tacos. She's yeah. like, I can just cook that. Yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> You've misunderstood the concept. I'm confident <laughs> that you can't. Yeah, and I misunderstood the concept of Papa's Night, but we're gonna roll with it. What Papa's Night game night is gonna be as you describe the book? But first, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ready? I'm gonna describe this novel, Sweet Valley High, number seven. Here goes. Elizabeth Wakefield is gone. Her body is still there, but there's no Elizabeth. And assembled around her broken form, listening to the soulless beeps of the hospital equipment that's keeping it alive, are her family and friends. Her sister Jessica, her brother Steve, her parents Ned and Alice, and her boyfriend Todd. Sick with worry, praying with every fiber of their being that she will come back to them. Each of them, in their own words, whispering the same prayer. Please, come back. And none of them stopping to ask, even for a second, what might happen if someone hears their prayer and chooses out of caprice or spite or malice to bring something else back instead. Sweet Valley High, number seven. Dear Sister. Do you, have you seen the 1981 film Heartbeeps? No. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That, what, something you said reminded me of the 1981 <laughs> Okay. Um, it's Andy Kaufman mm-hmm. and um, Bernadette Peters okay. are robots. Okay. Uh, and, they're in, and they're in love. They're like a family. The, in the 80s, they really went just like straight for the first title that came into their mind for movies, didn't they? Heartbeeps is a beautiful title. No, it's great. I'm not, I'm not condemning it. but it, It's got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I'm just going to send you the, the cover because it's a nightmare. Perfect. They Perfect. do that like 
that plastif- plast- plasticify okay. thing uh, that they sometimes do, where they yeah. give someone like a... God, it's... Ooh, oh, yikes! Oh, I hate that. That's awful. Oh, my God. Meet a modern nuclear family unlike any other. That's awful, and they don't have necks. I'm surprised that like more people our age, or more your age, aren't afraid of robots, because I feel yeah. like they did a lot of like traumatic robot yeah. art in the 80s. Well, I am now. Yeah, you would be now, right? Because that's yeah. scary. That's very scary. Everyone check out Heartbeeps. You've got, you Kaufman must watch, Bernadette pause Peeners. the podcast and watch Heartbeeps. It looks... Um, I, said, I said Peeners and I meant Peters. <laughs> you said Peeners? <laughs> wow. What's going on? I'd love to get you on the psychiatrist couch, you know? <laughs> I'd spend... If I, if I were your shrink, I'd spend a full session on that. It's well, just when I'm talking about robots, yeah. I accidentally say... Why do you think he said peeners? Phallocentric <laughs> terms. Why do you think he said peeners instead of it's peeners? only when I'm thinking about robots. <laughs> um, t- uh, Elizabeth came back, but it wasn't Elizabeth, was it? It was someone else, something else. It was something else. Yeah. yeah. Jess. Kind of, yeah. It was Jess-esque, but it definitely wasn't Elizabeth. Do you want to describe the book? Should we have you do it? We'll have you do oh, it. I, I'm still looking at pictures of heartbeats. Please stop. Mm, okay fine okay i'm gonna put 60 seconds on this big bad clock during those 60 seconds i'd love for you to describe every single thing that happens in this novel you ready mm-hmm. okay why don't you get started now cliffhanger over uh liz is in a coma from her big car wreck uh, bike bike wreck last week and jess is by her side trying to wake her up and she wakes her up and liz is uh being a little um, aggressive. She wants sexy clothing. She's hitting on the doctors. And then they send her home, and it turns out that Liz has just become the new Jess. She's very selfish. She's very uh, flirtatious. Uh, she has lost interest in all of her old friends and boyfriends, like Todd and Enid, Eeny Weeny. Um, she gets Jess in trouble constantly. A couple of twin cousins of theirs come to stay and liz keeps managing to stick them on jess and also they have a big pool party and she does makes jess do all the like prep and then she um hooks up with bruce pacman and and bangs her head and becomes liz again at the end of the book (laughs) time yeah nailed it that was great actually i didn't think you're gonna get there but you did it um i'd like to introduce a segment oh please um i sing for it you sing for it is the name of the segment no i sing for this segment so just give me some space Let's sing for the... Here we go. There's girls on this book and they've been staring at me all week. Jessica's flashing a smile like she's planning to do something. Original. Oh, yeah. And Liz looks disapproving. And Jess looks smug as heck. It makes me want to read this text. And it's Matthews, James L. Matthews, James L. Matthews, Matthews, Matthews. And that's when we talk, it's the segment. I think it's cool that you wrote an original song. Shut up. I I know you know exactly what that song is. I know uh, uh, 100% that you have heard that song a million times. You can name the song, you have the album, and you're trying to bait me into getting annoyed. Why not let the professionals do it? 
like Karis, who does all of our other Hodges. I'm songs. not gonna ask Karis. <laughs> Be, and this is also portions for foxes. Rilo Kylie is like literally the perfect analog to uh, uh, fucking uh, Death Cab for Cutie for Hodges. Oh, you're saying that Hodges is Death Cab. Hodges is Death Cab, and so it's and perfect that I chose this album. That what's like, his name? Matt, Matt Matthews. James L. Matthews. Matt, James L. Matthews is. Is Rilo uh, early Rilo Kylie mid mid tier Rilo Kylie? I mean, well, er, early earlier. It kind of depends on how early you were into Rilo Kylie, I guess. But yeah, um, I think I was into Rilo Kylie around this album. The, the time that this very popular song happened. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Good song, I did, and that's how we introduced our segment. Where we Good job, about James sorry, uh, Karis, that you Jack <laughs> is literally taking food out of your mouth. <laughs> Um, doing his own songs Hodges songs apparently well let's talk about uh, the cover of this book okay (laughs) it's fucking wild and James L. Matthews did a thing that Hodges likes to do which is uh, this didn't happen (laughs) and if it did I'd love to hear about it (laughs) yeah 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 he he takes a lot of artistic liberties (laughs) this one is just a girl and it's hard to say who because they become they become one uh, it's uni- a Spice Girl song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They become the unit twin. Yeah. Um, so I suspect it's. I think it's Jess. Jess. Yeah. <laughs> and she's holding a portrait of someone, but you can't tell because Francine went ahead and slapped a big <laughs> title banner over it. <laughs> she's clutching a portrait. Like what? Here's my question for you i guess this is my only real question and I, and and it's more a question for james l matthews than for you but we don't have him here so you're gonna have to help me with it okay one sec okay you okay. ready i'm i'm him okay if if somebody really close to you mm. let's say your sister you have a sister if mm. if you don't mind let's just imagine that it's your sister if she mm. got in a big yeah. bike wreck and was in a coma mm. Mm. would you clutch a portrait of her <laughs> yes thank you jack um, okay you're you fully inhabited james l matthews me, it does james like. l matthews <clears throat> thank you for your question um this book yeah the themes mm. are largely about identity okay they're largely about personality okay they're about our the Super ego. Mm-hmm. I sure are. And Jess is not clutching a picture of Liz. Okay. She's clutching a picture of her lost innocence. Innocence. Okay. Wow. Mm, yes. Thank you. And um, just a few other kind of quirk, yeah, no, 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 quirks please. about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a disorder that makes me rock hard almost all the time. Okay. Which is why I've been doing such intimate, mo- like little moans throughout the interview. Oh, I was wondering what that was. Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant rock hard, like party hard, but you meant it in another no, way. No, too messing. Yep. Got it. Thank you. And the other thing about me is that I, you know, I, I, a lot of these book covers, they're acrylics, but I dabble in watercolor. Too. Okay. I do some nice, some interesting watercolor stuff. Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you want me to send you some of that, or? I guess I'm only interested in your 
analysis. It's pretty racy. I loved. Okay, no, and so no, yes, and no is the answer to that. It's pretty racy. A lot of fan art. Mm-hmm. Have you? Do you know Rule Thirty Four? Yeah, I'm familiar. <laughs> it's a lot of that stuff. You do like a Sonic one. It's like Sonic the Hedgehog Shrek. having sex with the mom from The Incredibles. Okay, that sounds great. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Stuff like that. Honestly, send me just send me send me one. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We can talk about it afterward. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that we brought you on, Tanner. Tanner, welcome back. Hey, thanks. Um, she's clutching a portrait. It's beautiful. It's good. It's clever. It's brilliant. He really thought of it. Because you know what? Actually, let me say this. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna. It makes um, it seem like Liz dies, which I get it. Like you're you're doing a cliffhanger. The cliffhanger last week was like, is Liz gonna die? And the first three chapters yeah. of this book are like, is Liz gonna die? But it's like, no. Obviously this is not. Um, this is. I've decided this is gonna be an open face com- compliment sandwich. On whom? On James L. Matthews. Okay. Because I gave him a big compliment. He did a great job of saying. Um, what this is this your about. compliment of the week because i have one too no this is an open face compliment sandwich and this is the meat which is a uh it's just an insult okay hey you fucking coward show the body yeah show the show body. the body she fucking died show us you yeah you you were like oh i've got to put i always put liz and jess or one of the girls and a boy. But usually Liz yeah. and Jess in some way. But this week, I'm going to be clever and have Jess clutching a portrait of Liz. So they're both in it, but they're not really because it's a portrait. Show the body, James. What was that series of VHSs that came out in like the late 90s when we were in like elementary school where it was like like death footage? Oh, yeah. But then like Many you faces get it. Of it's death. like yeah. faces of death. Yeah. Bad but I, I've never watched one because I'm not. I never watched it. That. Yeah. But it, it everybody really had one. Me. Everybody had one kid in their class who had it, and everybody would go to his house. And but then, like, it. I do remember one kid in my class had it, and everyone went to his house to yeah. watch it. And it wasn't even like human death footage; it was like monkeys dying. That sucks. Man. And then, like, humans like goes to show hurt. for anyone who's like who thinks that it's bad now that people are bad now. Yeah, it's roughly the same. We've always <laughs> been this way. Yeah, we've always been this way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but do please show me the body, James. Show me the body on the cover. Show me Come. the body. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Another throwback. Yeah. Uh, James L. Matthews, thanks for you, these covers. Um, they do. Can draw I do me my compliment? Yeah. I'd for love doing to... compliments of the week? Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yes. Okay. It's my <gasps> compliment of the week. Compliment of the week. Yeah. We don't have a sound drop for that. Oh, sorry. It's my compliment of the week. Oh, okay question mark yeah. yeah tell me roger collins waited until winston had left and then he strolled over to elizabeth's desk hey brenda star he said want to talk okay who's who's brenda star <laughs> that's something you would know so maybe so the que- what the question that james francine and kate are asking us to ponder this week is Elizabeth went away and something came back. Right. What is it? It might be Brenda Starr. Maybe it's Brenda Starr? And Mr. Collins, the head of the Oracle student newspaper. Immediately figured it out. Yeah. Should I look up Brenda Starr? I'm a little scared for you to do it, but I'm willing to allow it. If it gets too scary, let's just pull back and move on and not address this. Who's Brenda Starr? It's pretty spooky. Is it spooky? Brenda Starr, comma, reporter. 
often referred to simply as Brenda Starr, is a comic strip about a glamorous, adventurous reporter. It was okay. created in 1940 by Dale Messick <clears throat> for the Chicago Tribune okay. Syndicate. Let me tell you something that's going to freak your bean. Uh, Francine and Kate referencing a comic from 1940 sounds crazy, but it is literally equivalent to us talking about the Sweet Valley High books. Yeah, and, or like <laughs> Anne talking about I Love Lucy, Yeah, you know, where it's like, I think we're all stuck in the past. We're all constantly <laughs> trying to get back to something that we thought of as like the glory days. But remember, we were all watching those Faces of Death videos back yeah, then. Yeah, that's what we were doing, and it was bad. It was not a good time for boys. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't all sunshine and, and rainbows. Yeah. Um, uh, so I guess it is a compliment of the week. Yeah. Gren- Brenda, Brenda Starr. Star. Yeah. She's like the Beatle Bailey of her time. She's like a red-haired reporter lady. Yeah. Good job. But she's mean. So Liz really is. So a thing they do in this novel that um, I was not expecting. I kept. Ex- so Liz is awful. I mean, she's basically just like she is Jess. She's inconsiderate. She like dresses in sexy clothes yeah, she's, she's manipulative worst. she pretends to be sick whenever there's work to be done she like just completely breaks up with todd and has no interest in him and is interested in like asks every boy in school out including yeah. bruce pacman and like takes him back to his lake house and that's weird He's gonna like like horn down with him but yeah and then jess kind of becomes liz though she's fighting it the whole time out she's of like, necessity out of necessity because Liz is being so irresponsible that Jess needs to kind of clean up after It kind her. of proves the point that you can't have one without the other, right? Like, a, a point that I think Francine is making is that Liz's overbearing responsibility actually enables Jess to be the way she is. Because when Liz pulls out of the picture and isn't, like, constantly picking up after her and, like, fixing her mess, Jess quickly becomes quite responsible. Yeah. So let's blame... Liz for this shit. I think it, it could be that. It could be that the curse is lifted. Oh, it could be that the curse is lifted. Yeah, that's true. And the curse has been transferred over to... To Jess. Because she's Jess. wearing Liz's clothes. Maybe it's a possession. She does wear Liz's clothes. She wears Liz's... They're she both wears curses. Liz's clothes. She yeah. wears Liz's clothes because she decides that she needs to like... Oh my God, it's complicated. But Bill Chase is emboldened to ask... Liz out because she's broken up with Todd. Right. And Jessica, who's always been interested in Bill Chase, is like, Liz is dating all the boys. I might as well just dress up like Liz and go out with Bill Chase. It's kind of a Yeah, because she's, she's blown her shot with yeah. Danny. Yeah, there's too many names. But, but I just want to finish this thought. Um, I kept expecting, I guess because I'm like primed by uh, Babysitter's Club books, which tend to like exist more or less in reality. Or in like a, a world that feels bound by the same laws that I'm bound by. You're saying Sweet Valley High does not feel that way? Or well, saying- I because I'm used to Babysitter's Club books, which are like that, I kept expecting this novel to end with like a confrontation where Liz says, hey, the reason I've been acting like this is because like after the crash, like I like got scared that – 
life is short oh, yeah. and that my you, like you didn't, be acting you didn't like a prig to... all the time is bad and so I've just been acting out and that's not who I really am but instead you didn't Francina's want it to like, adhere to like soap opera rules which yeah. is what happened Francine is like no she has become Jess and she's gonna bang her head again right and she, then wake in, up in as like lit. the most like <laughs> the most contrived way possible <laughs> like yeah she's about to uh, pork Bruce Pac-Man. Yeah. And instead she like like gets up to like turn off the light or turn on the light or something and like trips and bangs her head on a table and wakes up and she's like, I'm Liz again. I'm Liz again. Bruce, what, and get where your hands I? off of me, you creep. And Bruce Pac-Man, yeah. what are you doing? She kicks him in the Nards or something. Yeah, he, Bruce Pac-Man kind of gets the shit beat out of him this week. Yeah. Um, Todd Wilkins. Todd also, Wilkins. Like, decks Clocks him. him as well. It's nice. <laughs> like, knocks him out. Yeah, it's fucking dope. Yeah. But, that was cool. Like, not that, like, Bruce Pac-Man is bad, but he's, like, kind of takes it in stride. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, well. Yeah, yeah I he's wish cool. that hadn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's almost time to take a quick break. I just, I have a quick thing I'd like to bring up with you before we do. Okay. Just read this passage. This is Liz talking. And, sweeties, if you haven't read this book, hearing these words come out of Liz's mouth, hearing her talk If you haven't read this book, Bruce isn't the coward. You are. Yeah, you're the coward. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. That is what I was going to say. Yeah. Slow down. You got to be kidding. You've been telling me for years that I've been hanging out with kids so dull that you need no-dos just to be in the same room with them. You were right, Jess. From now on, thanks to you, I'm living in the fast lane. Elizabeth dashed out of the room. Gotta change, she called over her shoulder. Funny. Did you hear that, Dr. Frankenstein? Jessica muttered. You're not the only one who created a monster. And Frankenstein is in these books. Well... Frankenstein is the doctor, Jack. Right, yes. You're thinking about Frankenstein's monster. No, I'm not, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about exactly what I'm thinking about. Your, did your yeah. brain just get immediately short-circuited into wanting to correct me? <laughs> it's interesting that Liz says, gotta change. Gotta change, but it's interesting that Jessica then has a conversation with Dr. Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, he's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She he's turns there. to Dr. Frankenstein. It's like it's he's the been, kind of I ch- think he's been here the whole time. Yeah. I think he's been in all the books. Yeah. I think this is a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen LXG type type situation. Yeah. We're like everyone's favorite Victorian horror monsters. <laughs> well, and they're doing Jekyll and Hyde. Live, yeah, they're Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. And they all live in Sweet Valley together. Van Helsing's there. Mummy. Mm-hmm. They're all the Wolfman. Yeah. They're all there. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes, yeah. <laughs> Sweeney Todd, yeah, yeah. So, I think this is this is a piece of the part of the universe that's going to continue to expand, and will yeah. be like introduced to other Victorian Gothic novel characters. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Should we take a break? I'd love that. Good. I have to go potty. Okay. I wish <laughs> you wouldn't say it that way. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a dilly dilly, my lord. <laughs> 
Oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to... um, Make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes. Uh, Like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store, so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly, um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor, BetterHelp. See, it's pronounced completely differently. They're online therapy that will uh, pair you with a licensed therapist in no time at all. Um, And in addition to not even really sounding the same as our evil company, BetterHelp is easy to use. It's entirely online and they are super flexible. So it's no problem to fit them into your own schedule, which is completely the opposite of how we do it. Anyway, everyone's saying that we shouldn't use the name, which causes me grief, anxiety, self-esteem, and LGBT matters. And to make matters worse, um, I can't even get therapy for this stuff because I don't believe that men need therapy because I'm evil. If you're ready uh, to give online therapy a try, though, all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Bedfellows. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Jack, how much do you know about the Star Wars Legends? It's non-canonical. It's non-canonical is right, but it's it well that's not true. It's it's a different canon. Yeah, no, I mean it's canon to its unto so they, itself. We're all canon unto ourselves. Uh, may I explain? Sure. May I explain? Yeah, sorry, I thought you asked me how much I knew, but I guess that and you, you, it was well, just, your response was your, your response made it clear that what you know is nothing. My response was insufficient. Okay, you must be fun on dates. Legends was formerly known as the Expanded Universe. It was all the Star Wars books and other media that weren't the primary films. Yeah. No, I knew that. I would have told you. And the thing about the Star Wars Universe for the longest time was that anything that was like officially part of the Expanded Universe was canon. So all that shit became part of the Star Wars Universe. 
It was all there. Yeah. And then a company called Disney came along, bought LucasArts, reset the canon, decided that everything that was in the extended universe is now part of something called Star Wars Legends, yeah. which is an alternate canon. Uh-huh. And the only stuff that counts for the real Star Wars canon is stuff that appears in the main series of films and any sanctioned media developed by Disney. Right. And this book is one of those things. This book is in it. Is in Legends. This book is part of... No, okay. sorry. This book is part of the official... Canon. Star Wars canon. So why did you tell me about Legends? Because I think it's interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this has There's nothing a lot of good to do... good stuff. That was Legends. irrelevant. That... what The last two minutes have been irrelevant. There's a lot of really good stuff in Legends. Check okay. it out. No, and I already knew it. Heir to the Empire? No, and I already knew about it. Okay, no, that's fine. I don't want to I don't want to knock you off a pedestal here. Let's 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 hear what you have to say. This book is part of the, it's not part of Legends. It's canon. This is canon. Official Star Wars canon stuff, I yeah, think. Okay. I mean, I guess this could be part of Legends, but it seems, it seems Let canonical. me just read the passage and yeah, we'll please. decide together. Yeah. Todd stepped up to the foul line. This is at the big game, big b-ball game. There's a big basketball game. Todd's kind of losing his shit because Elizabeth is so mean to him. Yep. Todd stepped up to the foul line to practice his free throws and missed four in a row. He cursed and bounced the ball roughly into the corner. Everybody had told Todd how lucky he was to have come out of the motorcycle crash without any serious injuries. It was a miracle, Coach Horner said, that his hands hadn't been hurt at all. That's a weird thing to say. Oh, your beautiful hands. I mean, he's a basketball coach. They weren't hurt at all. <laughs> it is weird. So after the accident, Todd continued How are to his be- hands? <laughs> How are his hands? It's Coach Horner. Mrs. Wilkins, it's Coach Horner. How are his hands? He's got that, like, cortisol <laughs> shot that they yeah. did in, in Varsity Blue, like, ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Let me load up his hands with cortisol. Show me his hands, Mrs. Wilkins. <laughs> It was a miracle, Coach Horner said, that his hands hadn't been hurt at all. So after the accident, Todd continued to be old reliable on the foul line for the basketball team. Wizard Wilkins, they called him, yeah. for his sure shooting eye and control under pressure. That's why he was the star of the team. Yeah, Wizard Wilkins. Nobody noticed anything until the game against Big Misa, when Todd <laughs> couldn't hit a basket to save his life. Okay, I missed that. So their rival team... You missed it? I missed it. Their rival team is called Big Misa. Big Misa, which is what Jar Jar Binks says. <laughs> well, Jar Jar Binks says a lot of things, but one of the things he says is Big Bada Boom. Yeah, he says Big he Bada Boom, explosion. that's for sure. Yeah. And he call, refers to himself by the, the... Is me a pronoun? No, it's a... Yeah, it's a pronoun. He refers to himself by the pronoun Misa. Yeah. So Big Misa is definitely... Jar Jar stuff, and I think these are Gungans. Yeah, that makes so much sense. From Naboo. Jar Jar says a, uh, like a poo-poo thing as well, doesn't he? He says doo-doo sometimes. Yeah, yeah he's not great. I don't love Jar Jar. Oh, but boy, that's so... <laughs> what do you mean he's not great? <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have said that to you. Misa in Big Doo-Doo, I think he says? Uh, yeah. Yusa in Big Doo-Doo this, this time. There it is, yeah. If Misa be returning, the bosses will do terrible things to me. Wow, that was great. 
Yeah, thank you. I've seen the film. So times. Big Mesa is so there the rival school of the gla- the Sweet Valley Gladiators is Gungans. They're gonna, Gung, yeah, Gungans from Naboo. No wonder get the, they get their fucking asses kicked because the Gungans are stupid as hell, but they're extremely they're athletic. Sort of like, well, they're athletic and they also like have this like weird dumb luck. Yeah, where they sort of like manage to get through any scenario just through yeah. like essentially slapstick. Yeah, and I think it's a racial trait of the Gungans. It's cool, like slapstick luck. Yeah, God. it is cool. Great movies. Really, really fantastic. Beautiful films. films, right? God, I'm glad you're finally coming around. Wow, they really they really did it. Especially that first one. Um, speaking of nerds, of in it. Um, I have a brief passage from Winston Egbert that I don't have any comment on except that it's kind of kind of made me like Winston Egbert a lot more. I'm like looking for people to like in this, these books. Yeah, and, these like, books are tough. So uh, Elizabeth is like, let's throw a big party. Let's invite all the hottest boys. I'm going to break up with Todd, but Todd can come to the party so he can watch me like fucking just like flirt with all the boys. Yeah. Jessica can do all the work getting ready for the party. I'm going to go buy like the sexiest bikini. Todd's going to pay for it because he's a pay pig. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, Winston Egbert is at the party and the, he just has the following exchange. It was weird. At parties, Jessica was always the one who whirled and sparkled while Elizabeth kept the food coming. Now Jessica was doing all the work. Just then, Winston Egbert came up. Kind princess, something to wet my parched throat before I expire, please, and a drink for my lady. (laughs) (laughs) And Jessica's like, okay, I'll get you some sodas. (laughs) Uh, yeah, like uh, Winston and Jess sort of become. Yeah, they're like, like buddy, Winston's buddy. the only person who like Jess has can relate to at the party. And Todd and Jess sort of become buddies too, even though they used to be. That's like, good. Moral Francie's enemies. having fun. She's having She's fun. Having fun. She's you having know? fun. I loved She's like, it. What if this was this and this was this? What would that look like? Here it is. Enjoy. Yeah, and also Jar Jar's in it. Jar Jar's in it. They she put Gunkins in the fucking. I love that she put Gunkins in the. Um, the rival yeah. school. And I'll remind you, Gungans are official canon, you know? Uh, I don't consider anything after um, episode six to be canon. Okay, but you don't work at Disney, so your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's lots of good stuff that's not the prequels or sequels. Those I- Thrawn books are pretty good. Okay. You read those? No. Check them out. They're good. You want to talk about the... Um, what I'm calling the meatloaf parallax. I thought the the, the parallax would th- would bring you in. Parallax is interesting to me for a lot of reasons. Yeah. The first being that I don't think you're using the term right. The second I think so. being that it is what Hal Jordan was called when he became the evil Green Lantern in the late 90s. He was called the parallax? Yeah. Okay. Well, so... He, he, had, he had an evil... Yeah. He had the... The heart of the yellow lantern mm-hmm. of fear yeah. embedded within him. Okay. And he became the parallax. And then, of course, Spectre took over his body. Yeah. No, okay. Everyone knows what happens in Green Lantern. And then it's Rebirth, which you've read. So I'm calling this Meatloaf Parallax. We can call it whatever we want. But... What do you mean paradox? No, I, th- I thought hard, long and hard about it. Okay. And I decided parallax. Because a parallax is when you, like... Something looks like it's in a different the position when you view is, it from is moving slower than yeah from a different perspective. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like in Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, 
Not to get you charged up. Don't overthink it. Um, Listen to this. So this is Jessica talking to Danny. Danny fucking... Danny... Francine hates Danny. (laughs) Yeah, Danny's sort of the butt of the joke. He got his ass kicked by um, Chunk... (laughs) (laughs) Chunk McAllister. Yeah. (laughs) Last week. And this week he's like... Jess is like, I'm going to give him another chance. And then they end up like having this date at the drive-in where she Jessica at the last minute has to bring these like fucking poor twins who for some reason they're like creepy though they're They're they're, creepy they read as creepy like they always say the same thing at the same time they like look like they're they've been drowned yeah anyway here's the passage as she stepped out in the hall she carefully stepped over the extra long phone cord Jessica had carried the hallway phone into her room and Elizabeth could hear Jessica saying oh Danny. Do you really think we could do that? Her voice was very breathy. So she's doing that. that. We talked about a lot of stuff. She could be vampire hunting. She could be fighting the Trade Federation. But this is specifically Meatloaf. Oh, Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Because Meatloaf says that that's the one thing that he won't do. Right. For love. Right. What do you think that was? And Jessica's saying she... Well, no, this is why I'm asking you. I think it's killing. You think it's killing? And also that that Rage Against the Machine song, Killing in the Name of. Okay, that's one step too far. That's the same concept. He's talking about love. Okay. But me love says he would do anything for love, but he won't do that. Okay. And Jessica says specifically to Danny, we're going to do that. Yeah. Kill. And it's kill, right? It's murder. And but she, they can't like, do it because... Um, kill Dracula or kill the Trade Federation or something. Like, There's yeah. a lot of mythologies tied up in this book. Kill some Gungans. Why would they kill the Gungans? They're the good guys, Jack. <laughs> well, But it's like the one thing... Meatloaf's a good guy, too, and it's the one thing he won't do. Kill the battle droids. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. I guess. Now, now you've got me all like... Now I'm not into it. Um, if they're killing Gungans... Later, Danny shows up at the so Danny shows up at the front door, and the twins are there because the new twins, the the twelve year olds, yeah. And Elizabeth is like Jessica, Jessica, and just like snuck out to go on a date, and stuck Jessica with these like twelve year olds that she has to look after. Danny, please listen to me. It'll be all right. I promise you. Look at them. They're small. They're quiet. They hardly ever say a word. They'll fade right into the upholstery. Trust me. Danny didn't even bother looking at the twins again. He looked directly into Jessica's eyes and said, No way, Jess. I told you what I had planned for tonight. There is no way I want an audience. I'm leaving. So it is murder, right? I think it's not really called an audience. I think it's called a accomplice. Yeah. And yeah, it must be m- murder. Everyone is so ungenerous in these books. Yeah. Everyone. There's everyone, like... It, like Danny's just a, a random dude, but he's like dating Jess, and like on one of their dates, she invites her like these kids she's looking after to the movie with them, and he's let's like, role play, let's role play. Okay, I would love you that. be Jess, I'll be Danny. Okay, okay. Hey, yeah. babe, I'm here to pick you up so we can go like finger blast one another at the movie theater, the drive-in movie. Okay, awesome. Well, there's been a slight change of plans. Uh, my mom stuck me with these twins these 12 year old creepy twins and um they're gonna sit in the back seat at the drive-in we can still finger blast oh dang oh that sucks 
but it's fine. Let's save the finger blasting for some other time. Let's show these girls a good time. Okay. We'll get them candy. We'll get them popcorn. We'll go see, like, <laughs> Despicable Me 4 or whatever we're up to now. This will be fun. I think this will actually be fun. You know what? I think it will bring you and I together a little bit, too. We'll sort of get a sense of, like, who we are when we're being selfless caregivers. Okay. You know? I feel like you're turning this around on me. What do you mean? It seemed like you were going to be Are you asshole. not into this plan? No, I guess not. I'm going to complain about it later. <laughs> it'll be fun. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. And you're going to pay for everything, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. You've made your point, Tanner. It is the case that Danny, although he's initially shitty about it, does then take everyone out and buy them popcorn and pizza. And, <laughs> and I think... They do, like, the twins are later like, Jess, we actually really like you and appreciate you. Thanks for oh, taking yeah, us like to this drive-in where there was making out. And it's like, oh. <laughs> They're like, our parents never let us do that. And it's like, our oh, Our parents okay, never you... <laughs> take us to the drive-in to let, let us watch them make out. You did do that in the front seat. <laughs> While these two twins are just sitting in the back seat. Brutal. Yeah, the twins love Jess. They also, she had to drive them to like a recital and sit there for like five hours. Uh, it was, Jess had a rough week. Jess this was, was a fun one. You could tell that Francine and Kate were having a blast. Yeah, and, and James. I have a thousand burns. Oh, should we just, should we get through them? Sure, we can. We I, have can. A, I have a couple too. Yeah. All right, well, it's our. <gasps> oh, boy. It's where we talk about our burns and the burns that were in the book. There were so many in this book. Yeah. Uh, let me start because I've just got so many. Please. Okay. Ready? Here's number one. Orders are orders, Jessica insisted. Once Liz gets back to school, everything will return to normal. You know how she likes school. She'll probably have all the work made up and a dozen stories written for the Oracle before I finish that one stupid book report on Moby Dick. I mean, Todd... Who really cares about whales? Jessica asked in annoyance, and it's a burn on whales. <laughs> it's also a burn on Todd, because I think the next line, and Todd is like, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, my burn is from, it's like a paragraph later, it's still Todd and Jess talking. Um, You're right, Jess, I am being a jerk. When Liz gets back to school, everything will be terrific again. I mean... Liz is really something. She's smart, she's hardworking, she's a good writer, she's nice to everybody, and she's beautiful. Todd suddenly stopped talking and looked at Jessica, who was grinning up at him. He had forgotten for a few moments that he had an audience. Embarrassed, he mumbled, you're her twin, so I guess that makes you beautiful. <laughs> Thanks a heap, Todd, she said, still grinning. Why don't you get out of here and go bounce a basketball or something? <laughs> Go bounce a basketball. Jessica's like stretching her imagination to think about like what Todd could possibly do. (laughs) What do you do when you're not literally in front of me? (laughs) You must be bouncing a basketball or something. All right. Here's a burn on the Percy's. That's the the twins. They're called the Percy twins. Okay. I think you meant from Greek mythology. Half an hour later, Elizabeth and Jessica came back downstairs to meet the Percy twins. Although the Percys were friends of their parents, Elizabeth and Jessica had never met them. The twins were fragile, dark-haired girls 
with large brown eyes set in small, solemn faces. Francine is obsessed with saying how big someone's eyes are. Yeah. She needs yeah. to know. Yeah. She can't describe someone without saying how big their eyes are. Like, whether they're, it's either large or smallish. <laughs> yeah. They were wearing identical gray jumpers and long sleeved white blouses, and they were clutching identical black flute cases. Jessica took one look at them and decided to move to San Francisco at the earliest possible moment. <laughs> <laughs> Why San Francisco? Also, don't they like live? Where do they live? Sweet Valley. It's not too far from San Francisco. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Jessica knew jealousy wasn't the problem. There was no longer any doubt in her mind. Elizabeth had changed. It's my fault, Jessica admitted. I was thoughtless and selfish the night of Enid's party, and because of that, Elizabeth got hurt. Spent all that time in the hospital, and now this. And not just at Enid's. I was always selfish. I acted just like Elizabeth's acting now. Just then, Elizabeth slammed the back door, stomped across the floor, scuffing its shiny surface with her boot heels, and tossed her books on the table. What an absolutely gruesome day, she said, frowning fiercely. Jessica stared at her, fascinated. If all you're going to do is stare at me, take your face someplace else. (laughs) That's very good. Well, it's also, it's an interesting insight into Francine's mythology and something that we should think about. Because if you can just like, it's like that um, that Wizard of Oz person. Dorothy. No, Return Scarecrow. to Oz. The, like the witch who has like a bunch of different faces and uh, she can like yes. take her face. Yeah. It's like, I'm sick of this face. Put another one take on. Take your face someplace else. You know? Right, right. One that's more accommodating to my complaining. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. she puts on a happy face. So I think that's something that, like, it's difficult to tell with Francine. And I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to introduce a whole other mythology because we do have LXG, we do have Star Wars prequels, and now yeah. for bringing in Return to Oz, which is already sort of like a yeah. wild departure from the Oz universe and like yeah. introduces all this new stuff that's like, how much, like, what is what is canon here? What's not canon? This like desert that turns everything that it touches into sand these like wheelie the flying wheelie monkeys it's that so are like scary. wheelie boys guys now. don't watch don't watch return to oz unless you're willing to get and scared. the scarecrow is a bed it's no, so scary toto's a bed i can't Someone's remember bed. it's very scary what a weird movie that was that movie freaked my bean man when i watched it as a kid thinking it was going to be like wizard of oz and it was i watched it, was it a so ton scary. as a kid and it scared yeah. the shit out of me and i kept watching it yeah and now we're reading a book about Miles it. Miles has finally discovered um, being afraid. Oh, no. Cyril still he's doesn't He's learned know. to be afraid of things. Yeah. And the two things he's most afraid of is things that are scary, obviously scary. We were yeah. watching Kid Monster Trucks today, and the plot of the short film we were watching was a boy went to his grandpa's house, and there was a Bigfoot on the loose stealing everyone's monster truck toys. So he had to use the power of monster trucks to combat the Bigfoot. Okay. And they kept flashing to this guy in a Bigfoot costume lurking about this boy's grandpa's house. That's terrifying. Why are you showing And it was very scary. And Miles like just burst into tears every time they went to the Bigfoot. So we had to turn it off. I that makes me endears me to Miles and makes me worried about my child because he like he loves it when the monsters show up. Um, you want you want to hear another burn? Yeah. While the twins were unpacking, Jessica finally got a moment. That was dad talk, by the way. And that was dad talk. Go ahead. 
While the twins were unpacking, Jessica finally got a moment alone with Elizabeth. Liz, I know this is going to be a real bummer, but we can handle it, right? Liz, please say right. You got to be kidding, Jess. Elizabeth's eyes flashed with anger. She's talking about the, like, the fact that the twins are visiting. Can you believe those two? And their names, Gene and Joan. Their parents must be real morons. Okay. And, and it's a burn on Joan. Your cat, Joan, and yeah. also Gene Bettencourt. <laughs> yeah, and Jeannie Bettencourt. Yeah. Joan's right, sitting right here. Just She wanted to be near me while we podcast, and I can't believe I had to read that in front of her. I know. Did she seem put off by it at all? She, they're bad. Joan, don't Joan. put any... Take it with a grain of salt. They're bad characters. They're bad characters. They're bad people. Not like you. I took her to the vet today, and um, and this is Joan talk. Um, yeah. I took her to the vet today, and uh, I've never uh, like wait 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 wait. Okay, can I pitch a different segment title to it? Sure. Um, me. Why? What you? Uh, what you interrupted me and you didn't have anything? No, I got it. I got it. I had to remember the lyrics of the song. Uh, Mrs. Joan and me. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like it. Is she married? Is she married? Not that I know of. I found her okay. at the park, so I don't know. <laughs> she hasn't said anything about it. Okay, M- Ms. Joan, I guess. But like, Doesn't I've I've had cats my whole life, and I've never had this reaction. Like, everyone at the vet is like, is completely in love with her. Yeah. Maybe it's because your other cats are rats. I went in and like everyone from the vet, like the the vet techs and the doctor and like the people who like work the desk all came out and were just like, you're so lucky to have this cat. She's so precious. <laughs> can you like stick around a little bit longer so we can just like be around her? <laughs> She's a beautiful cat. She's, She's like gorgeous. She looks like a purebred Siamese cat. She is. She's fun and friendly. Yeah. She's fun and friendly. She looks lovable. Yeah. She's lithe. She can, can you see her? S- slip in and out of any situation. She's beautiful. She's the best. This has been Mr. Jones and me. Miss Mrs. Joan and me. Um, I do you want another burn? My cat Joan and me. That's good. Do you want another burn? I just have so yeah, many burns. How many you got? Jesus. I got yeah, take me home. I'm gonna take give you home. two more. I'm gonna take give me. you two more real fast ones. Ready? Take me to church. This has gotta be your doing, Jess. She accused. Guilty as charged, Jessica said and laughed. Do you like it? Jess was up most of the night making the banner, Alice Wakefield said, giving Jessica a hug. This is when they um, bring uh, Elizabeth back to a big welcome party. This has got to be your doing, Jess, she accused. Guilty as charged, Jessica said and laughed. Do you like it? Jess was up most of the night making the banner, Alice Wakefield said, giving Jessica a hug. And she got me to blow up the balloons, Ned Wakefield added. She said it had something to do with lawyers being full of hot air. And that must oh, suck. Good. That must suck. Your own daughter. Hey, Ned! Why don't you blow up the fucking balloons? You're full of hot air. Yeah. Because of your chosen profession. Because of your profession. Because right. of what you, your vocation. I would say, uh, if anyone's full of hot air, it's me. I'm, I write nonsense for a living. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we all have to do what we have to do. I'll give you one more. It's a quick one. Speaking of people who write nonsense for a living, Jessica thought she had been... So this is when Jess takes the twins to the um, the fucking their flute audition. Oh, yeah. It's like an hour and a half away. It, <laughs> it sucks. It's like a five-hour wait for them to do their like two-minute audition. It reminded me of this very specific thing in my life. 
And it's like, this is a memory that comes back to me all the time. So it must be something that like, I'm still wrestling with. Do you want to hear about it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that in this memory, I am 16. I'm okay. Jess's age. I'm like 16 or 17. Okay. I think, let's say 16. Just, to, I don't want to look too bad in this. Okay. It's a Saturday morning. This is your memory, so you're welcome to kind of alter it however you want. Yeah, like, I'm not trying to alter it. No, I'm, yeah, I'm like six eight, one. eight foot nine <laughs> in this memory. <laughs> I'm sleeping in my bunk bed. Who's on the other bunk? I uh, I just like had it as a couch. <laughs> Very cool. Isn't that cool? No. Okay, I thought it was cool. Sleeping in my bunk. I slept in a bunk bed until I went to college. I'm sleeping. Dude, was there any ever anyone else in the bottom bunk? Was your brother down there? No, but uh, a couple times there was someone in the top bunk with me. It's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not true. That is true. You convince people to go back to your bunk bed with you? Yeah. At your parents' house? <laughs> yeah. Now, is that awesome or not awesome? It's know. tough because I it's, honestly don't even it's know. It's a little bit about. Sort of sounds cool. Sort of sounds horrifying. <laughs> Listen, I'm sitting in my bunk bed. I'm sleeping in my bunk bed. It's Saturday morning. I wasn't doing much sleeping. No, this is a different time. Fucking. Let me say it. I'm sleeping in my bunk bed. It's, I want to say it's eight. Let's say it's, let's just be fair to everyone. It's 930 in the morning. Okay. And my mom and my brother come into my room. And sit down at the computer. And my mom starts, like, showing my brother, like, some computer program on the computer. It's like, okay, it's time for your, like, n- this new thing that we're doing. Yeah, Encarta. Yeah, Encarta. Yeah, exactly. We're going to, like, look at Encarta or we're going to, like, the, learn the, to type or, like. The world's information on it. Hooked on phonics or, like, whatever. And I, wo- I woke up and I was, like, w- like. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Was like, it in your room? In my room. Okay. What that the just f- became the computer station. And my mom turned around. I'm like in my bunk bed, like just uh, like, fu- uh, like uh, uh, some, some 16 year old girl is there too. Yeah. Yeah. Probably like covering yeah. herself up. Yeah. And my mom was like, oh yeah. Um, Leon and I are going to be doing. Hooked on phonics or Encarta or whatever it was. Mavis Beacon teaches typing on your computer every Saturday now at this time. At so, 8 c- like, keep it down. Yeah. Leon's my brother. And I, like, I think it was honestly, like, as mad as I've ever been in my entire life. Like, I yeah. got out of bed and, like, th- literally, like, threw shit around the room and, like, yelled and like got dressed and like stormed i was i remember it was like pouring with fucking rain and i like went and like walked in the rain for Very cool. two hours just you like must have felt so so like, mad i'm in a music video i did yeah but it's like very memorable in my mind and like i was thinking about it today because it's like the same thing that happens to jess where she's like what the fuck, mom? These twins are visiting, and now I have to take them to a fucking flute recital? Like, what? Why? This is awful. Yeah. And, like, as a grown-up, uh, like, I want to be like, Jesus, Jess, like, you have the perfect life. Like, just, like, do someone a favor for once. But, like, 
then I thought about that thing, and I I don't think I handled it the best way possible. But it's actually not that cool to like go yeah. into someone's room in the morning and suddenly like you're like working in their room and you they wake up to, like and when you're a teen you like would was the computer in your room the yeah only the computer, computer was in, the in my room. No, it, it was for whatever reason. I can't remember why it was the only computer he could use for this particular thing. But it's like, fucking give me a heads up about it. Yeah, you could have told me last Tell night. me an- another time. Like, and why it's don't like, we move the computer out to the family room? When you're 16, like... masturbate, but obviously, like, it's yeah. better for sleeping in. This was pr- prior to internet. But, like, at 9.30 is early on a Saturday, and it's like, bat- like that sucks unexpected yeah. i don't know whose yeah. side are you on i guess is my question am i right to still feel like i wasn't totally wrong i think if i mean i i was a different i i was 16 at a different point in history than you and if my mother and sister came into my bedroom when i was 16 to use my personal computer yeah the <laughs> The least of my worries would be how early it is on Saturday night. <laughs> 16? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. this is I this was a different time in history. Like the only worry was that they would like screw up one of my like MS DOS prompts. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sixteen, I was fully internet enabled and Yeah. I would hate for anyone to be on my personal computer. Anyway, I don't know who is. I think that like I, I just to put a cap on it. Like, I, I was wrong, and I was an asshole, but my mom could handle that a way better. I think everyone was wrong. Yeah. I think this was yeah. this is Except one of those situations. Poor where fucking everyone... Leon is just trying to get hooked on phonics. You know? Yeah. I've met Leon. He's yeah. pretty good at phonics. He's good, pretty good at phonics. Let me read you this burn. Jessica thought she had never been more annoyed in her life. But she was wrong. True annoyance came after she had spent five hours restlessly pacing the musty corridors of the school, listening to interminable noises from flutes, trumpets, trombones, and heaven only knew what. Finally, the twins' numbers were called. They disappeared into a room and emerged a short time later. I think I made it, Jean said gleefully. I bombed out, Jones said. What was all that terrible stuff you were playing? Jessica asked. Terrible. That was a Bach Sonata. And it's a burn on Bach. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Bach. Yeah, fuck you, Bach. Can you imagine that sitting at a fucking like school recital for five hours? No, this is like, I, I don't know. This is like w- what inspired my story is like these girls are like one wants to constantly judge them. But then it's like remembering me at the time, like if I suddenly unexpectedly had to do some fucking favor for some kids i didn't know for five hours god that yeah. would f- piss me off <laughs> I, I there's i wouldn't even like do something for myself for yeah. five hours five you know? hours yeah that's unheard of anyway anyway lots of good burns it's a lot of good burns in this book. burn heavy book it's a burn heavy book liz does bonk her head and become liz again at the end of the book yeah so she's back yeah she's i think dating todd again they sort of have a moment of emotional catharsis. Yeah, and what's the cliffhanger? It looks like it's a, a Bill Chase cliffhanger. I love how these books end on a cliffhanger. It keeps it real reels you back in. Oh yeah. What was the cliffhanger? It was so weird. So, so like there's this B plot that I kind of briefly alluded to, which is that like 
uh, Bill Chase, the surfer, the weird kind of reclusive but handsome surfer dude, is like has always had a thing for Elizabeth, but she's never been interested. But the new uh, like possessed Elizabeth, yeah, asks him out when she breaks up with Todd, and he's like, "Finally, fuck yeah!" And then she like he shows up, and she's literally on a date with Bruce Pacman. And Jessica's like, don't let a good opportunity go to waste and dresses like Elizabeth. Right. Goes out with him and he's like, and like, I think it, I love the, you. <laughs> it's the, it's the, the genesis of catfishing. Yeah. It's like, it's she, the like, original catfishing. She pretends to be someone she's not and she yeah. goes out Kids there and she's days. like. Millennials who are listening to this and you're just catfishing your friends just like with the internet. Back in right. our day. You had to pretend to be your twin. We had to catfish by being a twin and pretending to be our twin. And it's not <laughs> She keeps dropping these used not so subtle hints where she was like, she keeps asking him. She's like, so. Yeah. It seems like you must really love my sister, Jessica. And he's like, no, I love you, Liz. And she's yeah. like, what do you love about me? And she's like, I love how beautiful you are and how good you kiss. And she's like, mm, sounds yeah. like you might love Jessica. They have the weirdest. I'll read you this passage. It's the weirdest. They, they, both of them are weirdos. Stopping on the moonlit beach, they looked deep into one another's eyes. Bill put gentle hands on Jessica's shoulders, drawing her close enough for a kiss. She moved even closer, putting her arms around him and kissing him back. Oh, Liz, I can't keep it in any longer. I love you. I think I've always loved you, Bill declared. Jessica pulled back a little and smiled, a secret knowing smile. No, Bill, you love my sister. I'm certain you do. No, Liz, no, he said, hugging her. Jessica may be your sister, but I don't even like her. I think you do, Jessica insisted. <laughs> it would be impossible, Bill said. Let's not argue about something so crazy. He tucked her... I'm kind, I'm kind of coming to like Bill Chase in this passage. He tucked <laughs> her arm under his and walked on. There's a spot down here where the moonlight looks like pure magic on the waves. <laughs> Bill Chase is my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great surfer. He's poetic. He's awesome. And he's like, there's he's, no way I could possibly like your sister. Easily who's exactly catfish. the same as you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Good job, Bill. Good job, Jack. Uh, good job, me. And let's go because this is a celebration of yeah. the fact that we did such good podcasting tonight. Yeah, we did tonight. great podcasting tonight. Yeah. And Francine did such good book writing. Yeah. Alongside and Kim everybody Williams did good listening James today. L. Everybody Brooks. did good listening to this one. Thank you. Brooks, we it? don't say that enough. James L. Brooks is the guy who did The Simpsons. That's correct, yeah, and they say James Hellbrooks when it's the Halloween episodes. What's the what's the, the illustrator's name? James L. Matthews, Matthews, <laughs> James Matthews. L. Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> thank you to James. Um, we're going to go. Um, I'd like to James thank you, Tanner, very much for bearing with me. Welcome. I'd like to thank the sweeties so very much for bearing with us. Thank you for listening to our show. We do love and kiss you so very much every day. And all the time and all throughout every day. I would like to ask everybody to please remember to f- subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. It's a whole other show. Kids in Miss Coleman's class to go. And then we're moving on to the saddle club. Which that I seems like about yeah. like teen horses. It's about teen horses. Yeah. 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 You got to listen to the saddle club. Fun. Come on. Come on. Yeah. 
$5 a month, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. It's worth it. It's a good way to support the show. Another way to support the show is by going to buy our merch, bit.ly slash BSCC merch. And you could also just subscribe and tell a friend and rate us on Apple Podcasts. That's not hard. And you, it doesn't cost anything. And it That's helps us hard. to survive. I mean, it costs, I don't know what your hourly rate is, but. Yeah, it's, it costs little. It costs, costs time, but money. that's about five minutes of time. Yeah. Please also join our Facebook group. Uh, everybody is nice in there, and we like them all. And everybody has such a nice time, and everybody's good and nice. And we talk about the books, and we talk about all sorts of fun stuff. And uh, we just uh, have community there, and it's nice. It's community. Yeah. When you hear your family. We break bread together, don't we? It's family. All that remains is for me to say that this week we did read a novel. That novel was called Sweet Valley High Number 7, Dear Sister. Next week we're going to be reading a little book called Sweet Valley High Number 8, Heart, a Breaker. And I think the reason those two words are separated is because it's like a wave, is a, the wave, like a breaker. Oh, like a breaker. Maybe, yeah. maybe they meant to call it Heart Beeps and they were like, oh, dang, <laughs> it's taken. Yeah. That Someone could have been did it. did this already. Oh, it was Heart Andy beeps? Kaufman, the, the avant-garde. Yeah. Like comedian artist. <laughs> um, looking forward to that. All that remains now is for me to say that this week I have been Sweet Valley Jack. My name is Tanner. Stop dishing me applesauce, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what Mr. Cooper says to uh, Liz. That's pretty good. Don't I'm, dish me applesauce, stop Liz. Dish, we don't dish each other applesauce. <laughs> That's, That's good. good. We finally found it, huh? Yeah. We're big girls. We can take care of ourselves. Oh, wait. We found it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Cheryl threw up at school today, and we had to get, bring him home. Uh, what's wrong with him? I don't know. Do you suspect that he did it intentionally? No. Okay. Um, so we watched uh, Monsters Inc. a couple times. Oh, I got the I caught this child today. We watched Moana as well. We had you know we weren't expecting to have the child home, but I have a lot of work, so we watched a lot of Pixar today. But um, <laughs> oh, everyone, what everyone, what what did I do? Come, everyone! It's a vigil. It's nothing. Everyone, come! We're doing a vigil for Jack because he's such a crybaby because he has to work so hard. I'm literally using it everyone. to, to brief as a as a brief a for Jack segue to set up a tale about my sweet boy. Okay, everyone's here. All our candles are lit. Okay, um, he. Um, I caught him doing that thing that I d- also do. When no one's around, if there's a song on the radio, and I think I know the words, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like, hey, at the mountain. It was just sweet, just singing along to Moana. It was good. That's good. 